The Justice Podcast with your hosts, Damber Wagner and Jacob Willis. This episode is sponsored by Jerron Robinson, who is the founder and co-curator of Wine Colors Art and Sip. Wine Colors Art and Sip curates mobile immersive experiences for community members through Art and Sip sessions. Art and Sip allows community members to create art while they sip a beverage of their choice. Visual artists teach sessions on how to create art in their style, while performing artists showcase their talent on stage. They bring the art, materials, artists, and vibes wherever you are. Their mission is to help give visual and performing artists a platform for them to create with their communities. You pick your vibe. Wine Colors is for those 21 plus and those who enjoy alcoholic beverages. Juice Colors for those under 21 and those who enjoy non-alcoholic beverages. Smoke Colors for those 21 plus and those who enjoy smoking hookah, cigars, and burning incense while they create. You pick your experience. DIY, create art yourself with little to no guidance. Visual, follow the instructions of a visual artist, visual and performer. Create with visual artists instruction and enjoy a performance by a local artist. They can be followed on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at WineColorsKC. Their website is WineColorsKC.com. And you guys can email them for a session at WineColorsKC at gmail.com. You can find all their information down in the description box. Uh, make sure you guys support your Black-owned businesses. Um, this is so amazing and so dope. And I'm so happy to be talking about them. You damn right about that. Sounds fun. What's the deal? We are back. It's your girl, Just Living, baby. And your boy, Jacob Willis. And you are watching the Just, Just Us, Us podcast. podcast. Yes, episode two. Episode what it do? Episode two, baby. Okay, how are you, friend? I'm phenomenal, amazing, spectacular. I'm blessed and never stressed. How you doing, friend? Mm, blessed, yeah. feeling top tier, grand. Okay, I can't top yours, but I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> you know you can <laughs> You know you can top it. Look, can we do a little cheers episode Let's do two? cheers. Come on now. Mm. Milestone. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. How was your week? Um, my week was well. It was well, you know. I did celebrate my two-year anniversary at the shop. Yes, we did. So it was all right. Congratulations on two years at the shop. Thank you. It's been a long two years coming, but I'm just glad. Hey, and many more to come. Hello. Yes, what about your week? My week was pretty good. Um, I got a lot of things done, um, and I was preparing myself for the holidays. You know, Christmas is coming up. That's right. Uh, I go back to Texas to visit my mom and my nephew. Oh. My sister had a baby, her first child, and I never got to meet him yet. So I get to meet my nephew for Christmas. So that's like the best gift. Ever. I am about to say, that's the gift right there in itself. Yeah, I'm so happy. So, you know, I'll be a little Santa Claus and buy him a little uh, bye-bye oh, or whatever oh, he needs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, sounds good. Well, you know how we start. Mental health moments. Yes, yes, yes. The time has come. So this week, you guys, I have some stats. I went straight to the internet, and I need to give y'all facts. You know what I'm saying? Because around the holiday times is when stuff gets serious. Depression sets in. It's a lot of things going on. So I'm just here to break it down and pick it back up. Yes, come on now. You ready? I'm ready for these stats. Give them to me. Okay. I'm not too sure if you guys are aware, but depression does rise during the holidays. So, right here we have from the National Alliance on Mental Illness. They found that 64% of people living with mental illness reported that their conditions worsen during the holidays. Really? During the holidays? Yes. I can expect that, though, because a lot of people are by themselves during the holidays. and They have a lot of time to think 
maybe somebody passed away, maybe they have childhood trauma around that time. Right. So that makes sense. It's a lot, right? According to the American Psychological Association, 38% of people surveyed said their stress increased during the holiday season, which can lead to physical illness, depression, anxiety, and substance misuse. But check this out. Reasons given. Lack of time, financial pressure, gift giving, and family gatherings. Mm. And I can see that. You know? I can agree on that. Mm-hmm. There's been times where I knew that um, I was going back home for Christmas and I was like, oh my God, I don't have the money to give everybody a gift. Right. And then I started having anxiety and stressed out because I'm like, I don't know what to get everybody. Exactly. There's a lot of pressure during that time, especially for like people that have children. And not only that, when it comes to family, what if you're showing up and maybe your family is very judgmental? What if you're showing up a little heavier and you don't want them to talk about you? Or what if they're always pressing you like, oh, where's your boyfriend? Where's your girlfriend? You don't have one. Or what if you're a lesbian or you're gay and you don't want to come out? You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to hold you. I went home to Texas for my family reunion and my grandfather, like his side of the family, they're just so dramatic, right? So I have an uncle I've never really met. him. Maybe I did when I was younger. I just didn't remember him. But he was just, I don't even know if he was my uncle, like probably a cousin. I don't know, but he was asking everybody in a room like, "When are you gonna get married?" See, but when he came, to, when it came to me, I gave him that look. I'm like, "Do you really want to know?" Straightforward. When I find me a good man, it's when I'm gonna get married. Make it make sense. Since you want to be nosy, hmm. so I can definitely feel it because there's been times I've been like, "I don't even want to go around this part of the family. I don't want people asking me questions. You know, they just be doing too much." But right. then I had to say, "You know who you are." Exactly. Let them ask. Ooh, yeah, you ain't going to stop me from seeing my family. I'm going and I... Stand in your truth. Right. And I'm just as good and equal as everybody else in this room. You damn right. Yep. So, along with that, I also looked up trauma. I hear so many people say the word trauma. And I'm like, I know that it means hurt. But I'm like, what is trauma? Trauma is an emotional response to a terrible event. Okay? Now, a lot of people have holiday trauma. It is a real thing. Trauma is an emotional response to a terrible event. That can lead to long-term reactions such as flashbacks, strained relationships, and unpredictable emotions. Right. A lot of people suffer with holiday trauma. As I said, it is a real thing. So please be cautious when you're around people and what they're going through around this holiday season. Yeah. I Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> Jacob, what was that? I don't know, girl. I was in my Raven Simone vision moment. I really was like spaced out. But no, I totally do agree. Yes, a lot of people go through trauma, um, depression, a lot of things during the holidays. So just stay geared up, stay in your right mind, and don't feel the pressure. If you don't have it to give, don't give. Uh, you are enough. Yes. You don't have to go and buy anybody a toy to validate you being mm-hmm. just as worthy as Uncle Sam, who's going to buy everybody a new toy. You're just, you're fine the way you are. Um, and, Yeah. And you know what? I also took it upon myself to go a little further. And just to let you know, some things that money can't buy is your time. Give your time to somebody. Give a listening ear, maybe. Your happiness. Bring happiness. Bring friendship. They can't pay for friendship. Come on now. And a lot of people do not know how to be friends. Yeah. If I just have a genuine friend like you, that's enough for me. Oh, friends. And no, seriously, like oh we're at the age God. now, too, where material things, I mean, they fade away anyway. Well, you can't buy loyalty either. Exactly. That's on here. Hello? Come Inner on peace, good manners. Yeah. We can go on and on. Faith. Hello? So, hey, it is gifts, gifts that you have to give. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you did that. Yes. So, did you hear um, Brittany Griner? She is a WNBA all-star. She was locked up in Russia. Um, she went there and had marijuana, and they locked her up. So, she's been in there for months. But they just released her, um, I think, was it today? Yesterday. Yesterday. 
I'm so happy that she's finally home because I've been I've been hearing about this and I wanted to know like how it was gonna end up. No, that's really awesome. And I have something for her. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty. Free at she last. is free at last. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome home, sis. <laughs> yes. The neighborhood talk posted that Brittany Griner has been released from Russian custody in a prisoner exchange for a convicted arms dealer, Victor Bout. Um, per the report, she was swapped for international arms dealer Victor Bout. The one-for-one -one exchange agreement negotiated the Moscow in recent weeks was given final approval by President Biden within just the last weeks, according to the report. Mm. So I'm like, wow, it took all that. It took a swap for her to get out of jail. At least she got out. I know she right? didn't even worry about it no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and you not either. <laughs> and it's okay. No, but I'm curious if she's going to pick up a joint again or a cigarette or a black and mild. I'll be terrified. Like, ooh. Right. PTSD. <laughs> I'll be scared. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, wow, that's what got me in jail the for first real. place. That was a lot. I bet that was a lot for her. Yeah. I, think, I remember for a minute they were sitting there. They couldn't find her. Like, damn. I wonder when people do go to jail for a long time periods of times and they know what they did to get themselves in jail, mm -hmm. if they go home with a different mindset um, of, oh my goodness, of every little thing I do, I'm scared to do the same thing again on repeat. Mm -hmm. I do know that some people do go get out of jail and then they do the same thing and go back again. Back. I'm like, how could you do that? Mm -hmm. You know what you had to go through in jail. But I guess they're just so used to it. They're like, well, if I got to go to jail, I already know how to survive in there. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? It's a mentality yeah. thing. Or they might have a boo in there. Some secret you never know. <laughs> you never know. You guys, I want to do a shocking moment story. Has there ever been a time where you were in a predicament where something happened and then you were just completely shocked, mouth dropped? Like, what the hell just happened? Let me tell you. It's this one incident. Now, I was young, and it, I still remember it like it was yesterday. And it's it's really, like, shocking, and it's kind of, like, mind-blowing. So, I was on Hawthorne Boulevard with my mother. I had to be in middle school, because it's when Sidekick 2s were out. You know, the little... Okay? So, my mom was getting a smog check. So, she's getting a smog check right here. McDonald's right here. Yes, I've always been a big girl. I was a little hungry. <laughs> so, I'm like, Mom, you know, can I have a couple of dollars, and I want to go to McDonald's. She's like, okay, cool. So I'm walking to McDonald's. I get to McDonald's. I get, I think I like a McFlurry or something. I can't remember everything. But as I'm leaving, a guy comes up to me. He's like, oh, what's up? I want to get your number. Now, I'm young. Like, I'm telling you, middle school, little chunky kid. I'm like, I'm not really used to this. I'm like, you know, right. uh, somebody wants my number. Like, this is different. I'm like, okay, sure. I flip up my phone. He just yeets and runs off with my phone. <laughs> I was just... <laughs> it was nothing I could do. I couldn't chase yeah, him. I shouldn't be laughing, but that... man, I couldn't chase him. I couldn't do nothing, and I just walked back to my mom, bawling, crying bad because that was like really embarrassing. It was like yeah. embarrassing to me, and it was just like wow, like this just happened to me. And this is like when I'm young. It wasn't crimes like how it is now. Right. Well, it probably was, but I didn't see it. You know. Yeah. That broke me down. And I didn't even tell my mom, well, you're going to see it now, mom. But I just told her that a guy snatched my phone. I didn't tell her that he was trying to get my number, you know, because I was embarrassed. Like, wow, I fell for the okie doke. <laughs> yeah, Wait. still to this day, it bothers wow. me. Mm -hmm. Dang. Yeah. It's, you know, the other night when we went to the hookah lounge, the guy that kept coming to the table, harassing the table in the beginning, yes. he asked me for... He asked me to put um, his Instagram on my phone. Mm -hmm. So then he was like, oh, can I put it in? Like, he kept asking, like, oh, can I can I put it See? in myself? And I'm like, no. I'm like, no, bro, I'm good. Like, I'll put it in. And he was like, well, you can hold my phone in the same... No, that phone could be broke or anything. Exactly. And at the end of the day, 
you really don't want to try to steal this my phone from me. For sure. Because I will hop right on. I will tackle you down, linebacker. Don't play with it. Don't play, don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't don't play play with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh. you gotta just be careful, but that's crazy. Yeah, that was that was really deep. That had never happened in my life after that, you know. Yeah, I think my most shocking moment. I think um, when I was in high school, I did a fashion show. Okay. And you know, there was a lot of people there. There was a boy that I secretly liked. You know, I wasn't out in the closet yet. Oh, people knew, but people didn't know. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. So I was I was out and I was just walking and I was really confident and I looked to the left and I saw one of my friends. And they did something that made me laugh and I tripped and I fell. And when I fell, I just laid there and started cracking up laughing. But I was so shocked that that happened and so embarrassed. Well, at least you laughed and played. Oh, I got up and started breakdancing. You know, I'm Stop a Virgo. Stop playing. I started laughing like and got do. up and started dancing for sure. <laughs> but I could not believe it. It's like, man, the pressure was on. Everybody was watching. I'm right. like, And the one time I thought the dude was like, you know, kind of cool. Some that happened. Shit. Some goofy <laughs> shit happened. But I don't know if that was as worse as yours because the whole sidekick getting stolen after yeah. he asked for the number. And ran I me mean, ran like the speed of light. <laughs> it was not even think about chasing him. I just I think ran. sometimes when you're so shocked, you kind of get into that point where you just can't move. It's kind of like, did this really just happen? Exactly. Yeah. Like yep. mm -hmm. you couldn't chase him because mm -mm. you was just like, what it the hell? Happening. You didn't expect that. Mm -mm. Sure didn't. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, I'm here now, so let's go. Okay, you are here. Yeah. Blessed and beyond measure. Now you can buy 20 sidekick. That's what I'm talking about. With Thank flurries you. and burgers. Yum, 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 So let's do the Q&A. Okay, great. I do have a few questions. We got quite a bit, but I'm only going to like, I'll say take about six or seven. Okay. Our first question is from Chrisette Love. She said, do you have a morning routine? And if so, how does it jumpstart your day? Well, for me, I don't. Sometimes I get up and brush my teeth. Sometimes I don't and just put some clothes on and go, you know. It just depends on how I feel. I don't have a routine that I do. Like, oh, I'm getting some coffee and do... Mm -mm. I just get up and go. <laughs> Honestly. Hey, that's some real stuff you know, right there. What about you? Um, I ain't gonna hold you. I really don't have like a certain routine. I wake up in the morning. I Well, I do always pray every morning I wake up. Okay. Um, And then I usually scroll through the gram and see what's going on. I check my notifications. Then I'll go to the restroom and I'll do my morning restroom. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like making breakfast. Sometimes I don't. Right. Um, And I'm, I've been trying to work out a little bit more. Same. So sometimes I'll do a couple of push-ups and sit-ups, but then sometimes I'll just be like, no, let me make me, you know, some shrimp and grits and some extra bacon with some um, mm. over medium eggs. And I just don't work out. So it just all depends on my mood and what I really want. I don't have like a certain thing that I go to in the morning time. It just depends. And that's one thing I never do is have breakfast. I don't really have breakfast. Yeah, sometimes I do. You know, I used to really be, I think because growing up, my grandma, she used to make breakfast for all the grandkids. <coughs> so we would have to be downstairs and she would serve us all breakfast. So I used to be a real breakfast eater. But now as I get older and I'm kind of like... My body's changing. I sometimes I don't eat until like three or four o'clock. Yeah, and they said that's not good too. I know I gotta stop that's doing that. That's why I'm storing so much fat. My body don't know when it's gonna eat again, <laughs> so it's holding on to everything because it doesn't know. Hey, my body's been storing fat too. This we is... gotta do better, friend. Yeah, we do. Okay, hold me accountable. I'll hold me accountable too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely gonna hold you accountable because you don't even be eating. Right, and big as a house, ain't that something? Oh my god. Okay, next question is from my good friend Stephen says. How do both of y'all feel? How is life treating you? Are you good? Wellness check. Thank you for caring about us as we care about you. Thank I appreciate you, that for real. And um, I feel pretty good, honestly. 
Um, I do have like a little issue. Okay, I'm gonna just keep it real. I use my rose a lot, and I think I went a little hard the other day, so my vulva is like a little tense. But besides that, I'm good. And I got like, this little mucus in here from hookah. But I'm besides that, I'm great. I'm good. You are hilarious. No, seriously, I don't know if I should have cleaned it. Uh, I'm not dirty, but I don't know if I should have actually cleaned it or what. But oh my god, not no, the rose. Friend, it's, okay. It's, <laughs> well, I can feel you, especially with the hookah. Um, right now, I'm doing pretty good. I have had a little stress in my mind lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to overthink a lot, so sometimes like little things can like turn into something so big. Mm-hmm. It's a Virgo, y'all know I'm a Virgo, you guys. So that's everybody. I overthink a lot, baby. I don't care about what you say to everybody. I'm talking about Virgos in particularly because we overthink more than any other sign, in my opinion. Yeah. So don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. <laughs> Um, but other than that, I'm pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm blessed to be alive. I'm, I, like I said, I'm about to go home for Christmas, so I'm really excited. I'm in good spirits, but, um, yeah, this morning I woke up and I was just like, it just wasn't one of those days for me. Okay. I got Some days that. I wake up and I'm like really motivated and then other days I just feel like I could be doing so much more and then I get in my head. So mm-hmm. today is one of those, but I am blessed, honey. So I'm yeah. doing good. How are you, darling? Yes. How you feeling? Yo, How you shit? feeling? Hmm. Yes. Love that. Okay, and one is from Nita Wagner One. She asks, what's the best advice someone has given you both? Love this question. Love it. Mine is less is more. When I try to do the most or get extra dress and, and do extras, something always goes wrong. Yeah. It always looks a mess. Or if I'm doing too much, I always like fail at it. Less is more. You know? Yeah. That's the best advice I ever received. I like that. Less is more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Because sometimes we be trying to do so extra just for the littlest. Right. It's yeah. like, wow, we overbearing ourselves, stressing ourselves out exactly. just to do the bare minimum. The most simplest thing. Exactly. Less is okay. more. Okay. I, I would say the best advice I've ever gotten is to be yourself. Um, mm. Some who t- one, Somebody told me at a party, they said, you can't hide from God, so you might as well just be who you are. When they said that, boom, life exactly. changed. That was a ball drop. I was like, wow, really? Because he know everything. He know everything. So I ain't about to be hiding under a rock for you. Talk it. That was the best advice I've ever gotten. And since that, I just live unapologetically. That's right. Come on now. Come on ahead, friend. Yeah. How about you take over? You read a couple. Okay. Take a couple. What inspires you? I would say waking up in the morning knowing that I have an opportunity that wasn't guaranteed. I think oftentimes we take life for granted. We just wake up in the morning and we we don't ex- we just expect our day to go smooth and you know what I mean and just like our day to day routines. But we didn't even have to wake up in the morning, sure so is. it's by the grace of God that we did. So I'm inspired that I had a, another opportunity to be great mm-hmm. and just even if I made a mistake, I can keep going. That's mm-hmm. what keeps me going and that's what really inspires me. How about you? Don't mind me. I like that. What inspires me, I have to say, is uh, my mom. She inspires me. Just knowing how all these years, how she's helped me and dragged me along and got me going to the person I am today. Like, she inspires me. I just want to do the best that I can mm-hmm. just to give her, like, the best life for her 60 and plus years that I can. So she inspires me. Come on, mama. To, yeah, just to get up every day and just be the best. You have such a a, a, a mom with a beautiful spirit. She's so sweet and so kind. And she actually asked me a question, too. Never. Uh, yes, she did. See? Never say never. <laughs> she said, who is someone who will always keep it real with you? Um, And my mom is one of those people. But you are also one of those people that keep it real with me. Thank you. You do. Even yeah. when it hurts. You'll be like, you know what, friend? Let me just tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think we should value and we appreciate those people like that because there's not a lot many people that it's rare. are just so blunt. People be scared to tell their friends that, 
oh, Fran, your breath stink. You need a mint. Right. Or Fran, like, you need to adjust your wig. Right, right. Fix that leg. Right. Yeah. Your legs are to Fran. I'm not even trying to come for you right now. Don't do me. Yeah, not right but now. But no, I really do. <laughs> but I do appreciate, you know, your mm-hmm. friendship. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's such a blessing to have a friend that can keep it real. Exactly. And if you're watching this and you have a friend like that that keeps it real with you, send them a short little text and just say thank you. They're going to be like, for what? Be like, don't worry about it. Watch this episode and you'll know. Okay. Hello. Okay, promo. <laughs> you promo genius, huh? Yes. Okay. Somebody asked me, have I ever had a girlfriend? Um, yes, I did, actually. You straight? N- no. Uh, Once upon a time, not long ago, <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> I don't know. I okay. used to be I so I had a girlfriend. Um, I when did we start dating? Eighth grade, ninth grade. But I really loved her. Like I really liked her a lot. Shut up. I was in love with her. This is my first girlfriend. I was obsessed, and I was like, I'll give this girl the world. What? Yeah, you? I really liked her. Yeah, but then, <laughs> I, then I had some dick, darling. Like, things <laughs> changed. Things definitely changed. I found out who I was, the man that I wanted to become, and um, I came all right, okay? Um, so, yeah, that's what happened. So I had a girlfriend for a little bit, for limited time only. But then I really I really came into myself of like knowing that I, I'm really attracted to men. And, you know, we have to save this for another episode, but I want to know what got you into that, like your first experience and what made you actually realize, like, okay, this is not for me, but this definitely is. This is it. Yeah. Ding, I, ding, ding. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think the people want to know, too. Yeah. They're going to know. We're going to definitely have an episode talking about that because that okay. is such a touchy subject. It is. It is. And it's long. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's long. It's long. Because you okay. got to be comfortable. Look. See, there I go. Let me stop. Look. Look. Okay. So. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. We also have Alonzo, the artist. Hey. He asks, what keeps you going through your worst moments in life? Honestly, I have to say prayer and knowing that if the Lord, I believe in God. So knowing that if he did it once, he can do it again. Okay? So that's what keeps me going, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. My faith. Yeah. My faith. My grandma always said, you can't operate in fear and faith at the same time. Mm -hmm. So choose one. Mm -hmm. So... I, and I think about that all the time, even when I'm at home. Like, I live alone, right? So sometimes I be in my bed, and then I be paranoid because I'm like, okay, any little thing, I know that ain't nobody's there but me. Right, so right. So I can hear, like, something moving. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I be like, Jacob, do you know who the guy you serve? You better chill. This is your house. You the man. You take over your own house. So if I hear any little creep, I go straight. My mom always said, don't run from it. Go to, I mean, don't run from it. Go to it. Go right. So if I hear anything, if I sound like somebody at my door, I'm running to my door. I heard that. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? And I just pray about it. And, you know, I open my door and rebuke you real quick. Right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, for real. I really, I've done that before. In the middle of the night, uh-huh. I heard a little cut fall. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was a spirit of my house. I opened my door so quick. I said, get out of the name of Jesus. You don't know. I did. I really did. I said it loud, too. I know my neighbors could probably hear me, and I did not care. I'm unapologetically me, darling. That's right. So, yeah. All right. The story time. (laughs) (laughs) You dropped off. You started. (laughs) You threw me off a little bit. Wait. But that was really good. I like that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Threesomes. Do you want to talk about a threesome? (laughs) (laughs) I love a threesome. Four, some, five, some, six, some. Yes, honey. That's a train after three. Thank you. Well. Let's get it together. It's it's an even exchange. It's mm. a testimonial experience. So how many have you had at one time? A hundred. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Okay, no, no. Well, I, we oh, start. you don't want to get nervous now. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely not nervous. Uh. Okay, no weapon formed. <laughs> so I was reading that 
a threesome gone wrong. Woman has sex with two men. One man kills the other man the next morning. So you mean to tell me y'all had a threesome? And y'all all spent the night cuddled right after? Like, it's giving... Go your ass home. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you... No, 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 let me not say that. Who does that, though? I mean, unless you guys are all, like, in a relationship together. Right. Who has a threesome and then y'all just all stay the night? Like, you know what I mean? Unless you're, like, really friends. But this went wrong. Like, he literally murdered the other dude in the morning. Uh, police say they tracked down Bryce because the woman dialed 911 while she was in a vehicle with Bryce. Court documents indicate that no one spoke directly to the 911 operator. The 911 operator overheard a man and a woman talking about a shooting and believed the woman may have documents due to the nature of the 911. The police believe that the woman may have been in immediate danger or used her cell phone tracking information to find the phone according to the charging documents. Police say that they found Bryce. He had a 9mm Glock in his waistband. He is facing one charge of first-degree murder and one charge of using a firearm while committing a felony. So it wasn't from the sex. Something must have happened It must have happened something, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, you getting drunk and stuff, you never know. Right. They probably had sex and then they had like an argument the next morning. He was like, what? Like, say something else. I'm going to hit you. You know what I mean? Pop, pop. Yeah. Cause they don't fight no more. People don't fight anymore. They no. literally just shoot. That's why I tell my That's friends worse. that have road rage, like you need to chill. You're doing too much cutting people off, and then you're not thinking about me exactly. and my life because I don't have a Glock on me all the time. Right, right. So if somebody <laughs> if somebody come in and start shooting up the car, then I, I can mm-hmm. die because of your road rage. Right. You got to think. Mm-hmm. You have to know. You never know what they're going through. You know what I'm saying? Just like they don't, they don't know what you're going through, but they could have just like lost somebody or they could be on the way to the hospital. You don't know. So you just got to keep it cool. I learned that too because I used to have road rage bad. Yeah. Bad. But now I'm just an Uber girl, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I, I dealt with road rage like my whole life. Like everybody in my family pretty much had road rage except for... I think my grandma passed the rose, you know. Yeah. She's so sweet, she don't have road rage. So I, that's why I think that's why I have anxiety too, and I don't drive now. So to you guys, I'm gonna let you guys know a little something about me. Um, I never, dr- I've driven once in my life. I think like literally just like one, one like millimeter, I'm one second up, literally wow. for two seconds. Your I whole have, life. yeah, I have a phobia of driving. Like it scares me. I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like even when I'm in the passenger um, passenger seat, and my friend is driving. Mm-hmm. If they're too close to the curb or if I look like they're about to make a turn and it looks like it's getting too close to the curb, I get anxiety. Like, really, I have to close my eyes. Really? I have very bad anxiety when it comes. That's why I, I Uber everywhere. When I say I Uber everywhere, I Uber everywhere. Do. I do. And um, people are like, well, isn't that expensive? Baby, we live in L.A. It's already expensive. It's cheaper to Uber here than uh, for to get a car note. Especially if you live in Hollywood. Like, I've been living in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I can walk here. Yeah, I can Uber so here. It's so close. Yeah. I prefer to do that until I feel really comfortable. I think maybe one day in my life I'll feel comfortable enough to yeah, start driving. But this is not it yet. Will eventually. Yeah. And plus, parking Please. is hard in L.A. You know what I mean? All my friends yeah. get tickets. Cars towed. Cars broken into. Right. But that's because, you know, maybe they can't read. You got to read the signs. <laughs> but... <laughs> You're right. I don't even got nothing to say to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ring, ring, ring. Who's there? It's, it's time, time for our doorbell, doorbell segment. segment. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is the time where we take questions that you guys would love for us to answer. And we go into detail and we break it down and pick it up for y'all. Okay. So, first is Janice. She said, first of all, love your energy. I have started my own online business. I used to work with children and got totally burnt out. I then got depressed and real sick. 
for a bit more than a year ago, I changed a part of my mindset. I realized I could only survive doing what I truly love. And now I get to wake up every day working with the stuff that makes my soul shine. The problem is I'm not making a living on it yet. I've been making $50 per month. Oh, man. I live with my mom and two younger brothers in a small apartment. My mom is sick and gets about $1,000 per month. You see the issue? I know that one day I will get rich and I will be able to provide for my family, but how do I make this day come faster? I need help with my mindset. I'm very impatient. I know that I should just believe, have faith, and let God guide me, but that's easier said than done. What should I do? How should my mindset be? Ooh, that's a good one right there. That is a good one. And just shout out to you for even just sticking it in with your family and just trying your best. But you cannot rush greatness. Success takes time. You know what I'm saying? But also with you making the $50, that's not enough to help your family right now. And you know it. So if you have to pick up a side hustle, we just got to grind it out. It's going to pay off in the long run. That's what I would say, mm -hmm. you know, because if yeah. you're just getting $50 from here and you know, like right now it's not working for you, don't give up on that. Keep it moving for sure. Like, as you said, you know, it's going to help you, but pick up something else. We got to get a little more coin. It's yeah. only right. You know, it's, there's no other way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to just have multiple streams of income and it's, e mm -hmm. it's, it's easier said than done. Yeah. But especially, you know, living out here in LA, I learned that I have to have multiple hustles because I have bills. I have a certain lifestyle that I like to obtain. And I used to be like, oh my goodness, living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm like, yeah. how am I going to even afford this? And I'd be yeah. stressed out about it. So I had to find other hustles. You got to find other hustles. And um, life is all about taking risks. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't feel comfortable uh, trying something that you're not used to, just give it a chance because mm -hmm. you never know. Never know. And like like you were trying to say that, how can I rush to get there? Don't rush to There's get no there. There's no rush. I know you're, you need help with bills and things like that, but just let things flow naturally because you never know what God can do for you, honey. You never know what the universe will send your way, okay? Right. You could have $20 in the bank, wake up in the morning, you have an extra 300 1000 right. you never know. You never know. And hang in there, darling. You're going to be all right. And also, don't feel like it's a rush because you're watching people on social media. Social media has a tendency to make us feel like we're not doing enough, to make us feel like we're in a hurry, to have us questioning why we're not on that person's level. We have our own path. We have our own story. Stick to yours, okay? You are good. You're on your divine time. I promise you. For real, okay? Yes. Come on now. Yes, yeah, seriously. Social media will really have you fucked up. I go up. through that. Compa I mean, so do I. Yeah. Comparing and contrasting. Yes. Why are their views up so much? They have, I have more followers. You know what I mean? And I just start, and I'm like, wow, or how are they so successful? And I'm still over here grinding. It's because it's not my time yet. It's not. But when it comes, coming. when it comes, it's going to come. It's overflow. Or too. Come on now. Exactly. It's be people coming out, new influencers and stuff. I'm like, I've been in the game like six years. They just come and just, but yeah. I can't let that get to me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and mm -hmm. I don't even hate, because if you hate, mm-mm. Right. Get no I don't like ugly. At all. Right. And they it's, too fond of pretty. Come on now. So... So you got to just have that mindset. You know what? My time will come in divine time, like you said. Exactly. In divine time. Divine timing. That's yep. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That for us. The next person uh, wrote in and they said, my question is this. What advice do you give a person that is currently raising another woman's child with her real father, but you are not appreciated for what you do? And they both told you that they don't appreciate you. But if you leave, he won't let me see the kid anymore. Why would you even want to be with a man that doesn't appreciate the efforts that you're giving to take care of a child that doesn't belong to you? And then, hence, the mother 
uh, the baby is not appreciating you either. They they both are probably still having intercourse, yes. you know, and doing their thing. And they're like, why are you even here? Probably laughing at you, thinking you was a clown. Right. And you're not a clown. Mm -mm. You have a big heart and you still love the child so much mm -hmm. unconditionally that you're still willing to go through this tox Just for the this entanglement, this toxicity. Yeah. Um, and I would say you have to do what's best for you. You have to just go, babe. I know that's gonna be hard to leave the child, but the child will grow up and maybe in the future, you know, you guys can have a relationship. Right. But for your mental health, like we, we talk about mm -hmm. on every app. You have to do what's best for you. You got to leave because this is not a good situation. If you're not being appreciated and you don't owe anybody anything, you oh. still spend your time and your effort. Well, you could be spending that with somebody else, but you still choose to help this man out uh, yeah. with his ungrateful ass and his ungrateful baby mama. So it's time for you to G out. Exactly. Say your coins and your time for yourself. Yeah, you got Absolutely. Get out of there. Run. Yeah. Shoot. Scooby-Doo. Shaggy. Idiot. Run for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know, that's the thing, too. With us women, we always do stuff for these men that are unappreciative, and they start getting used to it. You know, it goes from... How do I used to say... I, well, how did I say it? It goes from accepting to expecting. And you know they get they just get so used to it. I hate yeah. it. I hate it. I've been used before, but you can only get used if you allow yourself to. Right. So, you know. Yeah. There's a pressure too sometimes. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, oh, I feel bad. You know, you just start thinking like, oh, you know, maybe I should just do it this time. And then this time turns into another time and another time and another time. We can't keep doing that. We can't. This new year coming up, 2020. Matter of yeah. fact, not even the new year. How about this moment today? When you're watching this podcast right now in this moment, choose to be different. Choose to choose you first. Choose, choose you. to be respected. You're kings and you're queens. You're never giving peasant energy. Mm -mm. Pe that's peasancy. Mm -hmm. And you're definitely not that. So you got to just keep going. Be motivated. Be inspired and just know who you are. Self-love, baby. Somebody else is going to love you. And guess what? You can have a child of your own. If not, you can meet a man who got another baby. He, he'll appreciate the things you do because That's there's true. a lot of single parents these days Ooh, that need help. a lot of kids running around right. here. And you sound like a good woman, sis. If you're willing yeah. to able to take care take of somebody, somebody else's, else's baby, imagine what you do with yours. Let's give her a round of applause, darling. Woo! Yeah. yeah. That is a lot. Okay, so would you work with somebody that you're dating or in a relationship with? If I need some money, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? Um, it depends on what it is. Okay. It just depends on what it is. If we're doing like a production, you know, I, I'm like in the TV, okay. TV side. Yeah, you're in the media. Yeah. So if we're doing that together, like a certain, sh like a show or something like mm -hmm. that, then I can do it. But if it comes to like a regular nine to five type of job, no. Okay. No, I couldn't work with them. I feel like that's just toxic. I already see enough of you at home. I don't want to go to my workspace and see you and be annoyed with you because I feel like I want to have an escape. Yeah. You know Together what I mean? all the time, all every together, day. All the that time. is a lot. That is a that lot. That is a lot. So but if I need some money, I don't give a damn. I'm going to get the money regardless, but he's going to have to find the money doing something else. We both can't be sitting at McDonald's flip, flipping uh, burgers. Well, you can be on a burger station. I can be over here with the McFlurries. <laughs> but we still the same establishment. I still gotta look at you, no, make the McFlurries. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see you even in the establishment. Right, right. I see you at home, and it's, it's gonna set the aroma. It's gonna make me miss you. Like, That's babe, true. I had such a long day at work, and I just wanted to come home and and see you. But if he, but if I work it with him, I'm not gonna feel that. I'm like, okay, time to go home. Right, come on, let's get in the same right. damn car. Shower first, you hop way. in. Right, yeah. who making dinner? Cause so y'all can hop in together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that too. Yeah. Okay, so I guess you would. Mm. Mm, you know, to each his own. To each his own. Right. Some wouldn't. Some people wouldn't do that. No, for sure. Okay. You know, that's been something on my mind lately. 
Okay. And it's just really frustrating to me because I feel like I've been I've been helping people for years, right? Yes, you have. And it's like, if I scratch your back, I need you to scratch mine. Not all the time, though, because when I do things, it's very genuine. But mm-hmm. I can't just keep helping you if you're not going to... If I ask you a little thing, you can't help me back. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm tired of it. And it's just something that's been on my mind lately because I help people all the time. So if I ask you to do a favor for me, it's kind of like, come on now. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's just so easy when everything is popping and together and great for you to hop on the bandwagon. No, get on right now and get your seat for it. Get crowded in this month. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. And my friend, let me just share this with you all right now. Jason Cash, he's from Carson. Hey, Jason. He wrote this post today and I had to put it on my story. It said, a whole bunch of ones beat a whole bunch of nuns any day. I appreciate everybody that supports and shows me love before it's a popular thing to do. Come on You now. feel me? Mm-hmm. Where are y'all at now? If I'm asking you to be on my podcast, I'm asking for a repost, I'm asking for support, I help y'all help me, just right. like you just said, you know? But that's the thing. No matter how hard we go and do for ourselves, we cannot beg for support. We can't make y'all, su- you know, we can't right. make them support us. That's why we, you know, you don't take it for granted. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. Right. The amount of love we have even beginning exactly. from just starting this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it also shows that we are just motivated and, and we believe in ourselves. All we need exactly. is each other. Right? Come on now. We talk about this podcast every single day. We do. This is how I know that we're really in it. And I'm so honored and blessed to be able to do a podcast with somebody that really is taking it serious because I've done podcasts in the so you guys that don't you guys don't know, so I'm gonna let you guys know. I've done podcasts for years, but I took a little break. Um and now I'm back into it and I feel like now I'm in the right space where I really wanna create and just go, go, go. Right. But I it's just it's not easy. Nothing is easy. Mm-mm. And it's not just about the podcast, just in life. In it's not easy. You know what I mean? You, you, your friend has a, a show. So you go to the show and you support the show. Mm-hmm. They have a concert. Uh, maybe they're um, a music artist. And you know what I mean? And you go and support them. Absolutely. And then they never support you. It's kind of like you're just giving your all to somebody. Right. And then you're just being tossed to the side. It's like, okay, when I need you again, then I'll, I know it. Right. And also, another thing is, I don't understand why people feel like when they help you, it's hurting them. You know, like them helping you is going to boost you to another level and push them down. No. Mm -hmm. We are all the same. Yeah. What? And it's especially in our community. I'm going to keep it real. You know? Yeah, especially the black community. The black community. And we be greedy. Just take, 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 but don't want to give nothing. Nothing. You know, I don't care if you're a lawyer, you're a doctor. If you work at Starbucks, you're a barista, you're a flight attendant. I don't Mm -hmm, care what you do. mm -hmm. Nobody's better Mm -hmm. than you. Nobody. Nobody's better than you. Nobody's higher than you. I don't care what their status is at the bank. I don't care about that. Because guess what? When you die, Mm -hmm. that money ain't coming with you. Your little fame and your fortune ain't nobody bigger than God. Yes, everybody else wants to talk about, oh, your followers on it. So what? So what? I bleed red just like you. Yeah. I fall down, get back up just like you. I got to pay bills just like you. I heard the story. I fell off the stage. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, face down. No ass up. Right. Just straight eggplant. Mm-hmm. Just down on the floor. Right. But I got back up and I kept going. Yeah. But in that moment, I, I was like shocked. But I, I honestly didn't really care because I was looking around like, please, it takes courage to be able to go on a stage and model in front of people, especially okay. a little, little crush. Right. We not on that right now. No, you? no. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It, that <laughs> makes sense. That goes goes to what I'm saying. Nobody's okay. better than you. You know what I mean? 
So I'm okay, not about okay. The not worry about them because you still got up. Hello. What did Donnie McClurkin say? We fall down, but we get up. Hey, what he do it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he will. So regardless of the help, we still gonna make it. But it still, it's, it still affects. Yeah. You know, if it, it affects me bad. It does. Um, you guys can look forward to a lot. Our first season is going to be 10 episodes, so yes. we are just knocking them down. I'm really excited. Yeah. We plan on having guests. We're just waiting on the right, proper guests that fits us. You know, I don't just want to have somebody on here just because they popping or whatever. No, we need somebody that's going to mesh with us and talk that real shit, you know? Yeah. So we're just waiting on that. That's coming soon. I'm definitely excited. Come on now, me too. I'm really, what I'm really excited for is the giveaways. You guys yes. have so many great giveaways planned, especially towards... Huh? <laughs> don't get your I'm ass. Chuck um, <laughs> especially towards the um, end of the season um, of our first season, we have a lot of great giveaways. Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you want to start your own podcast, we have things yes. for you and gears. Uh, you gonna give away some wigs. I mean, mm -hmm. we got some things coming for you guys. So we appreciate you guys so much. And uh, yes, yeah, look forward to the next episode. Yes, thank you for tuning in again. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Just Us Podcast. Um, don't forget, if you guys want promo for your mm -hmm. businesses, you can email us at justuspod at gmo.com. Everything's linked down in the description box. Um, and come on, your business, you wearing one of those beautiful units from Living Nice Miscellaneous. <sighs> yes, if you guys would like a wig, you know, Living Nice Miscellaneous. On Instagram, I got you. Um, right now, I'm a little out of stock, but next week, I'll be back. That means that people are up in there buying them wigs. No, and it's they located are. in Carson at 259 East Carson Street in uh, Los Angeles. So No, no, no. It's uh, Carson? Thank you. Okay, excuse me. It's located at 259 East Carson Street. Yes. Located in Carson, California, where the sun is always shining. It's going to rain tomorrow, though. <laughs> <laughs> Life goes on, darling. It we'll does. We'll see you guys in the next episode. 